You're listening to the Candid Comms podcast with Rachel Miller. Tune in for practical advice and inspirational ideas to help you focus on all things internal communication related. Hello and welcome to the show and welcome to season five of Candid Comms. I'm super excited about the season ahead. I've got some excellent interviews that I cannot wait to share with you as we look at the wonderful world of internal communication. Now it's been a while since I was in the studio, so it feels fantastic to be back. Thank you so much to everybody who's got in touch with me to ask, Rachel, when are you gonna record more seasons? What's going on with the podcast? I am delighted to tell you that we're back. And I'm also delighted to tell you the reason why I've been very quiet on the podcasting front in 2023. And that's because I've been writing a book, Internal Communication Strategy, Design, Develop and Transform Your Organisational Communication is available to pre-order now. So if you are listening beyond May 2024, you can get hold of the book today. But if you're listening before then, you can find the book which is being published by Kogan Page online via your favourite bookstore. So that's been my focus for 2023. I've been creating 80,000 words on all things internal communication related and particularly how to write an internal communication strategy. So the book is coming soon if you're listening before May 2024 and I can't wait to share it with you. It's the book I wish existed when I was working in-house. It would have saved me so much time. It's full of the mistakes that I've made in my 20 years in internal communication and it's also packed with advice and guidance from your peers. So I've invited some of the brightest and best comms friends that I know and clients that I know to come and share their stories as well in the book. So that's where I've been for the last, well, nine or 10 months actually since we've released an episode. So thank you for your patience. We are back and I can't wait to share this season with you. If I say the phrase planning and reviewing internal communication, what comes up for you? Do you find it easy to plan your internal comms or maybe, you know, you could be doing more, particularly when it comes to reviewing? If so, I've got you covered. In this episode today, comms friends, you and I are going to be looking at how to plan and review your internal communication. And that's because this episode is coming out towards the end of the calendar year. And at this time of year, typically, we start to think about the year ahead. And I think when we're trying to plan for the year ahead, it's really important that we also reflect back on what we've done to date. So one thing you need to know to help you plan and review your internal communication for the next 12 months is what is on the agenda for your organisation. That's both in terms of business priorities. So what are your strategic pillars or goals or company strategy? And is it expected to change over the next 12 months or are you doubling down on it? Have you got a five-year ambition or a 10-year ambition and next year will be really critical. Here's what we need to know. We need to know what is coming up, what is important to our organisation for the year ahead. Now, in a perfect world, 
we would know this. In a perfect world, our organization would be super organized and it would be really, really clear. And then we can create credible, accurate, reliable information to help our colleagues do their jobs. I believe the purpose of internal communication isn't telling people what to do. It's to create a shared understanding and a shared meaning. Only then can our colleagues align themselves with our company's goals and purpose. Now that shared understanding and meaning comes from having clarity in terms of who you are as an organisation, what's going on and what's important to you. But what do you do if your organisation doesn't have that clarity? Well, let's be candid, it makes our jobs a heck of a lot harder. In May 2023, my lovely team and I hosted All Things I See Live. This was our first supersized masterclass and mastermind, and it was part of our 10th birthday celebrations. The format of that day included lots and lots of discussions between comms friends where they were working together in a mastermind format, which is where you sit around a table together all in person and one at a time you sit in the hot seat and you benefit from the collective wisdom of your peers around that table. Now, I heard this discussion a lot. I wanted to clone myself on the day. We had 85 comms friends in the room and I wanted to clone myself and be on every single table, which of course I couldn't be. However, lots of the conversations that I was listening into covered some really important topics and some really crunchy things that people were struggling with. And on two conversations in particular, on two tables in particular, I heard conversations around how can I plan? How can I have something I can hook my internal communication into and my plans and my strategy into when it is chaotic inside my business, where it looks like our leaders don't know what's going on. They can't give me our strategic story, our vision, our direction, our strategic priorities and pillars. And it feels like For me as the internal communicator, I'm having to tell the business what's important. I wonder whether that resonates with you. If you're listening to this while you're walking the dog or in the supermarket or perhaps in the bath and you're nodding away thinking, oh my goodness, I also feel like that. Please know that you're not alone. When we don't have clarity from a business, it does make our job so much harder. However, One of the wonderful things about working in internal communication is it's our business to know our business. So that's not just how we work well with our leaders to help draw out what are those key things, what are those priorities for the next 12 months so we can plan, but we are also listening to our colleagues. We're listening to employees inside the organisation to understand the reality of the jobs that they do. Internal communication is often described as a golden thread or a glue that binds an organisation to itself. When we're thinking about how to plan internal communication, we need to be really clear on the path ahead. It is a lot harder to do that if that doesn't come from the top. So I encourage you, something to know if you're trying to plan your internal communication for the next 12 months is to gather your evidence. Try and find examples of when leaders have spoken, particularly if they've done Q&As in town halls or employee meetings and colleagues are asking them what's ahead, what's important. 
more often than not, even if you haven't scripted something for them or they don't have key talking points or key messages, I find that employees ask these sorts of questions. It's for us as well to think about how we ask questions of our leaders. What's keeping them awake at night? What's top of mind? I've talked about this in previous episodes of Candid Comms of how to work really well with leaders and I'll include some links in the show notes. But that's something for us to know. What is on the roadmap ahead? It might be that you know that organisational change is coming. When is it not, comms friends? Honestly, always, always coming. But you might be aware that you might have a rebrand that's about to happen or perhaps a merger and acquisition or maybe a change in senior leadership, for example, or maybe you're closing or opening offices or factories. There is so much change that happens inside organisations. And as much as we possibly can, if we're trying to plan our internal communication, it's really helpful to not only know what are the things which are the big ticket items, if you like, the strategy, the vision, the mission, the priorities for the next 12 months, but also what's on the horizon. What are you aware of that will require more time, money and effort from an internal communication perspective? maybe from a resourcing perspective, maybe you need to launch different channels, for example. This is really important for us to know as we look ahead. So what is on the horizon? Something we need to do is to review our internal communication. It can be really tempting to zoom ahead and look at the next 12 months and think, okay, what's on the horizon? What do I need to do? But I encourage you first to pause, reflect, and analyze. Look back at the 12 months that you're finishing now. It can be really tempting to zoom ahead and come up with all of our plans for the next 12 months, but I encourage you to take a look back first. If you think about the last 12 months, what went well? What was a disaster? And what do you need to do more of next year? Be really honest with yourself. I find we only really do this, if we're being candid, and this is the Candid Comms podcast, we only really do this in a very detailed manner when we're leaving our jobs, when we're creating a handover for the next person and the next internal communicator comes into role with a really useful document that says this leader is excellent at difficult messages or this channel is on its way out, we don't think it's doing too well or we need to do better at measurement just hazarding a guess here, that might be on on your agendas for last year and for the year ahead. But let's be really honest. Let's think about the work that you've done to date. Let's think about the way that your organisation communicates. Something I want you to do is to do a wash up, to do a review, to look back. I think it's important to look back to help us plan forward. If we don't do that and we don't spend the time looking back and reviewing, we could make the same mistakes again or we might not learn from mistakes that we've made or capitalise on successes that we've had. So I encourage you to do that. Have a think about what worked well and what didn't. I often use start, stop, continue. So based on what we've done over the past 12 months, what do I think we need to start? What should we stop and what should we continue? And asking yourself the question, what should we stop, is critical to help you constantly improve in the world of internal communication. Be really objective. If you look at 
the last 12 months and you look at perhaps channel performance, for example, what is working well and what isn't? What are you investing a lot of time, money and effort in, particularly if you're a team of one? What's taking a lot of your time and actually are you getting a good return on investment? And if you're not, how does that impact the next 12 months? What are you going to do differently as a result of the data that you've got to hand? It might be that you know the open rate isn't very high on a particular newsletter, for example, or an email, for example, that you send out inside your organisation. Or what's the impact of that? What's happened as a result? What's the outcome? What's happened as a result of people not opening it, not acting on the calls to action that you've put in there, for example? That's a really critical part for me when thinking about reviewing internal communication. Something else that I want you to consider when you're reviewing your internal communication is whether you achieved what you wanted to achieve. So cast your mind back to 12 months ago. What were the plans that you had in place? What were the big ticket items that you wanted to deliver? Maybe you had a new intranet on the horizon or maybe you wanted to build your team or maybe you wanted to change things up and try something new. Did you do that? And if you did do that, how can you celebrate the successes that you've had or how can you learn from the things that you've done? If you've never done this before, I encourage you to consider sharing this review with whoever the relevant person is inside your organisation. Normally it's your boss or it could be a senior level peer where you're looking back and reviewing your internal communication and you're getting to a point when you can share that with the relevant person internally. It may be with your team if you are a head of internal comms or director of internal comms. But creating the time to review, to pause, reflect, analyse and critically look at what are the things that worked well, what are the things that didn't, what are the things that we need to do differently next year. But building in time to celebrate success is super important. So if you are a head of internal comms or a director of internal comms, how can you recognise and acknowledge the work that you've done over the past 12 months or that your team have done over the past 12 months? It's always good to say thank you, particularly if you're working in internal communication. I know it can often feel like a bit of a thankless task where you're working super hard and you're sending out amazing messaging or you're creating excellent channels and it's can often feel hard to get feedback back from people. So I encourage you to role model that. I encourage you to really reflect on what's the work that you've done inside the organisation to try and improve your internal communication and who are those people beyond the core internal comms team who've been real advocates, who've been really helpful in helping you to strive to improve internal communication also acknowledge them. It's really important when we're working with our peers inside our companies or our frontline workers or our editorial boards or our comms champions, when you're reviewing your internal communication, look at what they're doing as well and really acknowledge the work and the contribution and impact that those people have made. Because all of those people who've been working with you over the past 12 months, I imagine will be instrumental for the next 12 months. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, I will leave you with one thing to think about. See you in a moment. (music) 
Candid Comms is brought to you by All Things I See. My brilliant team and I offer consultancy, training and mentoring to help you thrive in your internal communication role. You can choose from online learning, in-person and bespoke courses. Topics range from measurement to strategy and how to be an internal communicator. See allthingsic.com for more information and use the code CANDIDCOMS at the checkout to save 10%. If you're struggling with your internal communication, help is at hand. We can mentor you, conduct audits, advise on your channels and much more. Contact us via hello at allthingsic.com and we'll talk it through together. Welcome back. In the final part of today's episode, I'm going to share one thing for you to think about as you plan and review your internal communication, and that's measurement. Every internal communicator's favorite topic. Whenever I talk about measurement, people get very stressed about it and quite overwhelmed about measurement. And you don't need to, comms friends. I've recorded two or three episodes of Candid Comms focused on measurement, and I'll include those in the show notes at allthingsic.com forward slash podcast in the show notes for this episode. When it comes to measurement, I really encourage you to think about the year ahead and think about the outcomes, not just the outputs. Outputs are, well, they're they're the easy stuff to measure. It's probably the most honest way of describing them. Your outputs are things like clicks, likes, shares, bottoms on seats at town halls or attendees at webinars. When I look at measurement reports from an internal communication team, it's normally full of outputs. So I can look at how many people have clicked and liked and shared on things and attended events. But what's missing, comms friends, is the outcome. It's the so what. So what's happened as a result of all those people clicking, liking, sharing, signing up to training? What's happened as a result So one thing I want you to think about for the year ahead is imagine it's 12 months from now. What are the outcomes that you are looking for from your internal communication? I use an intentions framework, which is before I do anything in internal communication, I ask myself, what do I want people to do, say, think, feel? And I often add the word differently. So what do I want people to do, say, think, feel? differently as a result of my internal communication and how do I want them or need them to behave if it's safety communication I normally add the word need instead of want so what do I want people to do say think feel as a result of my internal communication and how do I want or need them to behave now that gets me into the right mindset that gets me into outcomes territory because it's causing me to think so what So what's going to happen as a result of this campaign or these posters or this initiative, whatever I am planning in internal communication? If I don't ask myself those questions, it's really hard to measure. I encourage you to think about that when you're having conversations with your stakeholders. So 
If you're looking at the year ahead and we've talked about what you need to know, which are your business priorities for the period ahead, what's coming up, what changes on the horizon. If you've reviewed and you've looked back, something I've encouraged you to do is to look back at the previous 12 months and really looked at doing a wash up or a reflection review on what's worked, what hasn't. Think about the measurement that you had in place for the last 12 months. Was it good enough? Today, as you are trying to plan the year ahead, do you have the evidence you need to make good decisions? And if you don't, what are you going to do differently? So this time, in a year's time, when you're sitting here planning and reviewing this year's worth of internal comms, what do you need? What do you need to have at your fingertips that you don't have today? Now, it could be quantitative feedback. It could be that you do need some numbers. You do need to know open rates or you do need to know video length, for example. You might decide that actually what's missing is data that tells you shorter, sharper, glanceable content, bite-sized videos worked best. You might have an instinct. You might have a gut feel that you think that's what's worked best over the past 12 months. But can you prove it? And if you can't, what will you do over the next 12 months so you've got that data to hand in the future? Would you benefit from having qualitative feedback? And this dives deeper. This is feedback. This is focus groups. This is conversations. I find when I'm trying to plan and review internal communication, it's really helpful to have a mix of both. So not just the stats, but also the conversations, the feedback, the the rumours, the evidence that says, this is how I felt as a result of this campaign, or we feel proud to work here because we understand what's going on and the new direction of travel that's happening in the organisation, or having quotes that you can use from comms champions, perhaps, or frontline workers that say, we really like our new CEO, we understand what their priorities are, we understand how they view us, for example things like that is evidence. What evidence can you gather that helps you plan and review your internal communication? Now, the language one is a really important point here. Make sure that when you are looking ahead, you are thinking about those outcomes. If we're trying to work strategically as internal communicators, which I describe as is your thinking, the strategy is the thinking, we get really tied up in knots over what it means to be strategic. For me, it's showing your working now. It's showing your thinking there is a rigor and a robustness to internal comms. We don't just push out content. We don't just write newsletters. I feel like I need a t-shirt with that on. There probably is one somewhere in the world of comms. It's really important that we show the rigor and robustness in our planning, that we are able to evidence what we're doing and demonstrate why we are making the decisions that we are. It's super, super important. Dan in my team is always laughing because I'm always saying this phrase about your future self will thank you. And it's true. So Dan, this is for you. Um, your future self will thank you. Imagine it's 12 months from now. And because of the thinking that you have done today, comms friends, because of the thinking and the robustness and rigor that you have put in place, you are able to evidence what you do. What difference would that make for you as an internal communicator? You may be able to have a bigger budget, 
you may be able to demonstrate your value and demonstrate your worth and be able to prove that if we have further investment in terms of channels or people, then actually we could do so much more. But you need to have the data to hand. So I hope that's helpful. There was a lot in there for you to think through. We do have an online masterclass to help you plan and review your internal communication. You can find it at allthingsic.thinkific.com and do use the code that I've already shared with you, CandidComs, to save 10%. I'll include a link in the show notes so you can find that course. And I've written it to be evergreen. This means you have 12 months access to that course and you can take it at any time. It doesn't run from January to December. It's deliberately designed for you to pick it up and run with it at whatever stage of the year particularly if you work in a financial institution and your year runs April to April or perhaps an academic institution and your year runs from September to August. However your year runs, I've got you covered. Check out that course at allthingsic.thinkific.com. I hope you found this episode helpful as ever. I love hearing from you. Do get in touch with me and let me know what you are taking away and what action you're going to do as a result of listening to Candid Comms today. You can find me online on LinkedIn as Rachel Miller. You can find me on Instagram, Rachel All Things I See, or why not send me a message via our website, hello at allthingsic.com. And as ever, remember what happens inside is reflected outside. See you again soon.